Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Whole bunch of people sent me this story. This is one of the crazier stories to come out of the news lately. Off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot charged with attempted murder after trying to shut down plane engines mid-flight. This is from NBC News, but widely reported. Jay Blackman and Andrew Blankstein wrote this. Flight 2059 from Everett, Washington was bound for San Francisco when it was diverted to Portland, where the pilot was booked on 83 counts of attempted murder. So it's an off-duty pilot. He was not the guy in charge of that plane, but he's on board the plane. So an off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot's been charged with over 80 counts, because that's how many people were on board, of attempted murder after he allegedly attempted to shut off a plane's engines mid-flight on Sunday. Flight 2059 from Everett, Washington, was bound for San Francisco. Uh, This is all according to a statement from Alaska Airlines. Operated by Alaska Airlines subsidiary Horizon Air, was diverted due to a credible security threat linked to a person in the cockpit's flight deck jump seat. So there's a flight deck where the pilots sit and possibly other people, depending on how big the plane is. And they often have a jump seat, which is what they call a seat that will fold down. A guy can sit there. And oftentimes it does fold back up again, but it's, you know, it's available if they have you know, a need to have somebody else up there. And quite often, other pilots will sit up there. The jump seat occupant unsuccessfully attempted to disrupt the operation of the engines. The Horizon captain and first officer quickly responded. Engine power was not lost, and the crew secured the aircraft without incident. Although there was some incident, but it wasn't as life-threatening as it could have been. The flight crew followed appropriate FAA procedures and guidance from air traffic control in landing at Portland. The flight took off just before 5.30 p.m. local time and landed about an hour later in Portland, according to flight-aware data. Audio of the plane's communications with air traffic control reveal an attempt to turn off the plane's engines. As a heads-up, we've got the guy that tried to shut the engines down out of the cockpit. Doesn't sound like he's got any issue in the back right now. I think he's subdued the pilot told air traffic control. Other than that, we want law enforcement as soon as we get on the ground and parked. Typically, off-duty airline pilots sit in the jump seat of the flight deck behind the pilots to fly back to their home base if seats are available. After landing, the man who's 44 years old was arrested by Port of Portland police, booked on 83 counts of attempted murder, 83 counts of reckless endangerment, an account of endangering an aircraft, according to the local county sheriff's booking records. Uh, The man was hired by Horizon in 2001 and since then has been employed by Alaska Airlines and Virgin America. FBI said it's investigating the incident noted no injuries were reported. The agency said it can assure the traveling public there is no continuing threat related to this incident. Meanwhile, the FAA said it is engaged with Alaska and Horizon and is supporting law enforcement investigations. The FAA sent alerts to airlines after the incident saying a validated jump seat passenger attempted to disable aircraft engines while at cruise altitude by deploying the engine fire suppression system. The crew was ultimately able to subdue the subject, remove him from the flight deck, divert the plane, and land safely. In a second notification, the FAA clarified the security event is not connected to anything else happening in the world. (laughs) All passengers were able to travel on a later flight. We are grateful for the professional handling of the situation by the Horizon flight crew and appreciate our guests' calm and patience throughout this event. And so apparently, because I I saw the headlines, my first thought was, did the guy like try to shut the engines off? I don't know if jet engines on an airline like that 
have uh, kill switches. I don't think they quite do. But they have fire suppression systems. And so if there was a fire, you use a fire suppression system. If there is no fire and you use the system, that, of course, would interfere with the engine's ability to run normally. Uh, so that's apparently what he did. But we don't know much more about that. We don't know if there's a struggle. We don't know if they had to deck the guy. Uh, we don't know what happened, but they did subdue him and take him to the back of the plane. And I saw some little snippets on the news about that happening. And, of course, uh, if you hear about a struggle in the cockpit and some guy gets dragged out of there, it would give you reason to pause a bit and consider what you're doing up there <laughs> as a passenger on board that plane. But it's a crazy, crazy story. So we don't know what's going on here. The guy's been a pilot for over 20 years, according to this. Uh, and so don't know if he just snapped or who knows. But the guy's 44 years old. And I did see some other stories in the news about how his neighbors and so on are, oh, my gosh, he's a nice guy. you know. So who knows? Who knows? Very, very strange story. But um, all's well that ends well. And I've known many pilots. And I'll tell you that any landing you can walk away from is a good landing. So right now, there's a whole bunch of people, 80-plus, uh, uh, who walked away from that one and have a story to tell their kids, but they're all okay. Now, the only question I really have is if you're on board this plane, let's suppose that you were in the halfway back, not the front, not the back. You're in the middle of the plane. Plane's flying along, and unbeknownst to you, because the cockpit doors are closed, something happens in the front. Pilots manage to subdue the guy. They undo whatever he did so nothing bad happens to the plane. And then they drag him back. Now, think of the scene in an airplane where they're carrying the pilots back, but they're dragging them by their armpits because they're unconscious. Just watched that the other day, too, by the way. <laughs> and, and you see that happen. How much concern do you have about what's going on? And it depends. Was the guy struggling or once the guy was subdued, did he just give up and walk to the back? You don't know. Because I do know, and, and this is the only question I really ever have, is you'll hear about something that happens in the news. And you go, okay, something did happen here. It made the news. This will make international news. Right now, there's a version of this in 15 other languages being spread around every corner of the globe. People in Tasmania are hearing about this story right now. Perhaps even the Tasmanian devil. And so they're hearing the story. If you were on board this plane, though, were you harmed in any way? Well, you were put down someplace else and had to catch a different flight, so that may have delayed your flight. But other than the flight delay, which can happen because of weather, were you harmed in any way? And the question I have is not whether you were harmed or not, because I think many people would not have been harmed at all. They wouldn't have realized what happened. They would simply be told something happened, but it's under control. We're going to land early. Don't worry about it. We're good. And then later on, you'd see the story and go, oh, my gosh, the guy tried to kill us all. He tried to. But you find out about it later. It's not the same as if you're in the situation in real time responding to it like, oh, my gosh, we're all going to die. So the question I really have is, will lawsuits get filed? And I'm only asking because I'm an attorney. And I'm, you know, if someone came to my office and said, Steve, I'm on board that flight. I want to file that lawsuit. I wouldn't file it. But then again, I don't do personal injury work either. Uh, I do lemon law work. Uh, I'm not saying that those lawsuits would necessarily be frivolous. I'd have to see them first. M maybe there'd be merit to it. I don't know. But the question is, will there be lawsuits, folks? I've seen stories in the news where I think even less has happened than this, and the lawsuits get filed. And people are saying, well, you know, I was on board that plane. I could have died. Uh, pretty much any time you're on board a plane, you could theoretically die. I mean, that's 
what happens, but anytime you get in a car, the same thing. You know, walk outside your house, you get hit by Skylab. <laughs> hey, you could, theoretically, <laughs> 40 years ago. So that's a crazy story. We'll see if more about this comes out, because we'd like to know what the guy was trying to do. Was this him snapping, or was this maybe something he planned on doing? Who knows? Who knows? We might find more out. We might not. But this story is from NBC News. Jay Blackman and Andrew Blankstein wrote it. And a whole bunch of people sent it to me. In fact, my good friend Caleb, I believe, used to work for Alaska Airlines. So I'll be sending him a note later today and see if he's got any inside dirt uh, that he can tell me about. And if he does or not, I don't know if I can talk to you about it because it might be inside dirt. But we'll see. We'll see. But off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot charged with attempted murder. 80 counts after trying to shut down plane engines mid-flight using the fire suppression system inappropriately. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Having nutrition information on a bag of Cheetos is like having dating tips on a pair of Crocs.